Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, October 5th. 2016. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Kim Kardashian, Ben Stiller, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tony Braxton, Debbie Lovato, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo, and I love the fact that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. However, the Feeding American Nationwide Network of Food Banks is able to help provide over 3 billion meals to children and families in need all across the country. Join me in the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help you help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by Understood.org and the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. To another edition of Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. This is Vast Entertainment's sixth year here on the network. And if you'd like to make this, uh, if you want to know more about the show, just click on the follow up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories today, give me a call. The call in number is 347 637 2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio, and also like us on Twitter at thatsentertain1, that's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. And you can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto 14 Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cool 
70 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently on the phone line and in the chat room. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And if you want to know more about the show and you are a registered listener here on Block Talk Radio, make sure you click on that follow-up button. So that way you get a reminder when I'm on the air live. And also, you can, if you can't tune into the show live, you can also download us on, fa- uh, on Facebook, uh, on the Facebook page. You can also listen to us on iTunes. You can download the show for free on iTunes. You can also catch the show on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a a website that has over 60,000 radio shows and podcasts. So if you can't catch the show live here on Blog Talk Radio, you can always go to Stitcher.com, type in That's Entertainment Online Radio, and listen to the show through the archives from there. Wow. Um, Lots to talk about, as usual. Sorry, um, I didn't have a show last week. I had a prior engagement. But this week we have a lot to talk about. Uh, Kim Kardashian, uh, the latest on her, uh, the situation that happened to her in Paris with the robbery. Why a lot of people are not feeling sympathetic about what happened to her. Uh, also this week we're going to be talking about uh, health issues. Two celebrities, uh, Ben Stiller, he's been keeping his health issues a secret for about two years, and he finally came out just recently on Howard Stern radio show to talk about it. And Miss Tony Braxton, um, you know, if you haven't know, uh, don't if you haven't knew, if you didn't know by now, you know, Tony suffers from lupus, so uh, her lupus situation had flared up again. I'll give you the latest. Also, uh, this week, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, had joined the president uh, over the past couple of days. He was at the White House for uh, President Obama's South by South Lawn Summit uh, just a couple of, uh, on Monday, and he's talking about he's thinking about taking a trip to Mars. I'll tell you if he's really serious or not. Also, uh, Demi Lovato apparently. Um, for some reason, Debbie Lovato is, has been having problems uh, on social media, everything that she puts out, whether it's social media or just her personal opinion or interviews that she gives. People, it rubs people the wrong way. It rubs her fans the wrong, wrong way. And she's getting kind of sick of people, you know, being so sensitive to everything that she say and why do people care so much? Well, I'll tell you what she's thinking about doing. So she's she's really tired of everything. So she's thinking about just uh, taking a break from the music business altogether. So without further ado, let's go let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. <laughs> All right, uh, Kim Kardashian, if you haven't known by now, uh, she has lost millions of dollars in that robbery in Paris. Uh, after the news broke that the she, the reality TV star was held at gunpoint, Paris police said that five masked men dressed as police officers broke into her room at a luxury residence in the French capital and stole her collection of jewelry. Now, according to reports, the five men entered Kim's room early Monday morning, October 3rd, around 2.30 a.m. after they tied up her bodyguard. They also tied up 
Kim in the bathroom, and they took a jewelry box worth around six million, as well as her engagement ring that was worth around four point four million. Now, not everyone is being sympathetic. A lot of people are saying, "Well, maybe she, uh, maybe this is a hoax, maybe it's a publicity stunt," and not everybody's feeling sympathetic. Uh, one reason. Um, you know, that they think that, the, especially in social media, after a number of social media users uh, chose to make fun of the scary incident during which Kim lost $10 million worth $10 million worth of jewelry, some others now accuse the reality TV star of planning the heist. Several Twitter users said that the entire story was an insurance scam and just another publicity stunt. Media Takeout even presents some evidence to support fans' allegation that the robbery was staged. The publication noted that the jewelry Kim lost was placed in a box and not in a locked safe. Uh, they also said that uh, they also made a, a point where who would leave $10 million in jewelry out in the open. Now, uh, Media Takeout also pointed out that the mother of two was allowed to return to the U.S. just hours after the robbery, while cops would normally ask a victim of a major crime to stay so that they can talk to her about leads. Other things the outlet found odd include the fact that her bodyguard was nowhere to be seen at the time of the robbery and that the fact that none of the thieves did anything inappropriate to Kim after they tied her up. Now, Kim wasn't with her bodyguard. Uh, her bodyguard name is Pascal Duvier. Uh, he wasn't with her at the time. He was guarding her sisters, Courtney and Kendall, as they were partying that night. Now, and, and, and a lot of people, not just people on social media, but even Karl Lagerfeld, you know, who's, uh, the, you know him for a fashion designer for Chanel. Well, he believes that, Kim Kardashian is partly the blame for the scary robbery that happened a few days ago. Uh, the Chanel creative de- director, who also the, uh, is the reality TV star friend, he showed no sympathy for her when he was commenting on the incident in a chat with Rudders. The 83-year-old fashion mogul scold, scolded Kim for frequently flaunting her wealth on social media and letting herself bodyguardless at the time of the robbery. Uh, he also said that, um, quote, now this is what Carl Lagerfeld said. He said, if you're that famous and you put all your jewelry on the net, you go to the hotel where nobody can come near to the room, you cannot display your wealth and then be surprised that some people want to share it with you, unquote. Now, despite his harsh comments, Carl and Kim will likely remain friends. After news of the heist broke, he was pictured holding up a sign that read, Dear Kim, we are all with you. Now, Kanye West uh, is getting ready to, uh, he has rescheduled all his concert dates to be with his wife, Kim, following this uh, robbery. And uh, he is moving back shows of his St. Pablo tour initially planned for this week to mid-December. Now, West was set to perform at Philadelphia Well Fargo Center yesterday, but it's now been pushed to December 13th. His October 6th show, scheduled for the Palace of Auburn Hills in Detroit, Michigan, will now take place on December 22nd. The tour was slated to end on November 1st at the Forum in Inglewood, California. Kanye West stopped performing mid-song during the Metal Music and Arts Festival in Queens here in New York on Sunday after learning that Kim was robbed at gunpoint in her Paris hotel room. 
Now, West most recently performed at the Metal Music Festival in Queens on Sunday, and when he stopped mid-song, and he just abruptly walked off stage, citing a family emergency. Hours later, the news broke that Kardashian was tied up and robbed at gunpoint, and the, the body smashed man while, they, while she was there uh, in Paris for Fashion Week. Now, reps for the reality star said she was physically unharmed but shaken up. Now, Wes was photographed leaving the couple's Manhattan home to meet Kardashian at the airport and again by her side when they returned home. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are seen in Tribeca in New York City the day after Kim was robbed at gunpoint. Kardashian was reportedly begging for her life before the men wrapped her mouth in tape and put her in the bathtub. The couple's children, North and St. West, was not in Paris at the time of the incident. The family is now back at their home in New York. Now, a lot of people are saying, again, they don't think this is real. Carl Lagerfeld saying, mm, um, she shouldn't have put it out there. And a lot of people feel this way. She shouldn't, she's going to have to cut back on putting her business out on social media because, she's she, again, she's setting herself as a target. And, you know, just like a couple of years ago when um, people, you know, when you're on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, you want to post things to your friends let you know, oh, I'm at my vacation, uh, you know, they said that uh, you're just sending yourself to be robbed or have your, your home be uh, uh, burglarized because, Technically, now the robbers or the burglars, whatever, know that you're not home because you put it out there. So Kim's going to have to do the same thing. Um, to be honest with you, you have to be really, really desperate for attention to make something like this up. I personally don't think she. this is some kind of insurance scam. I personally don't think that she made this whole thing up. This is a scary situation. I don't care if you, whether you're a celebrity or not, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, she could have been abducted. She could have been raped. They could have shot her. You know, it could have been a whole lot worse. And, uh, you know, as far as that ring, her engagement ring, which I think it was the second one, I think she got an upgrade from her first one, those are material things that you can always, Replace, but if something had happened to her where she was abducted or killed, you can't get back alive. So I feel that you know everybody shouldn't need to give her a break because this is something very serious. I I don't think she is. I don't think that. I mean, if if that's the case, I mean that is really low for somebody to put themselves or put it out there that she was this victim of a robbery. I mean, it's evident because she didn't. She when she came back here to New York, she didn't have her ring. She flew on the next plane out of Paris to come to the states. So I mean, and a lot of her celebrity friends like Christy Teigen and and Lala Anderson, they're you know a little upset that people are just taking this as a joke. Comedians are making are running away with this. Um, it's not funny, and I I really don't think she. Um, you know, and they're saying that the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashian is going to be airing in a few weeks. So, you know, there's a lot of red flags. And even a former bodyguard said that um, it sounded peculiar. But, uh, you know, like I said, it could have been a whole lot worse. 
Uh, right now we have here 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Uh, sorry for the background noise. Uh, you know, this is New York City. Uh, if you're just tuning in, welcome. Uh, this is That's Entertainment, sixth year here on the network. Um, if you like the show and you want to know about the show and you want to tune in every time, uh, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I'm on the air live. And also, if you are a registered listener or if you're not a registered listener, Register, it's free. Just go to www.blogtalkradio.com. Register as a listener, it's free. Uh, actor Ben Stiller has uh, kept his battle uh, with his health uh, under wraps for a while. He has kept his battle with prostate cancer a secret until now. Uh, the 50-year-old told Howard Stern on Tuesday that he survived a deadly diagnosis thanks to early detention by his physician when he was 48. He later penned an essay for Medium detailing his experience and urging people to undergo the PSA prostate cancer screening blood test. The Zoolanger star was informed he had the disease two years ago, Erie, on Friday the 13th of June, and had to wait two months to undergo surgery to remove his prostate. He also explained to Stern that he was creating a whole movie uh, in his head surrounding his would-be funeral. Steeler said that he's now in the clear thanks to the surgery, but is ready to open up about his battle in order to spread awareness about early detention and the importance of the PSA test. Prostate cancer is the second most deadly type for men, but it's also highly survivable if detected early. And Leonardo DiCaprio is going to Mars. At least that's what he, he, he he's telling himself when he was attending the uh, President Obama's South by South Lawn Summit in D.C., uh, this was on Monday, uh, October the 3rd. Now, while discussing climate change in a panel, the actor surprised everyone when he said that he signed up for a trip to Mars arranged by millionaire Elon Musk. Musk recently pro- uh, proposed a SpaceX program which would offer people the opportunity to embark on a one-way trip to Mars to colonize the planet. Not only do people have to pay a lot of money for the trip, but they also have to be prepared, get this, to die. However, DiCaprio fans can now rest assured knowing that he wouldn't risk his life to go to Mars because he isn't going. Citing sources close to the Revenant star, multiple news outlets can confirm that he was just joking. And Tony Braxton is recovering at home after being hospitalized last week. The Unbreak My Heart hitmaker was being treated in a Los Angeles hospital for a few days after suffering from symptoms triggered by lupus. Following her hospitalization, Tony Braxton's boyfriend, Birdman, flew in from Texas to be by her side. Tony will embark on the Hits tour beginning on Saturday, October 8th at Oakland Paramount Theater. Yeah, uh, Tony is getting ready to go uh, back on tour. It's called the Hits Tour, and she even posted it on Instagram, some of the cities that she will be uh, touring. So uh, if you want to check out which cities she might be attending, go to her Instagram or maybe go to the website and check out Tony Braxton's touring schedule. Debbie Lovato is confident that showbiz 
isn't for her, at least for now. Uh, the pop star announced yesterday that she's taken a break from music and the spotlight come 2017, just a few weeks after she completed the Future Now tour with pal Nick Jonas on September 17. Uh, she wrote, quote, some excitement. Uh, so excited for 2017, taking a break from music and the spotlight. I am not meant for this business and the media. The announcement came just hours after the confident singer name was plastered across headlines over the interview she did with Glamour magazine where she slammed Taylor Swift and her girl squad for not having normal bodies. The 24-year-old threw Swift under the bus for using her son Bad Blood to tear down fellow artist Katy Perry. Uh, she told Kalamar that that was not women's empowerment. Prior to saying she would take a break, Lovato also went on a brief rant questioning why people care so much about what she says in interviews. Lovato, a New Mexican native, got her start as a child actress on Barney and later made a movie to the Disney Channel, moved to the Disney Channel, rather, on the series Camp Rock and Sunny with a Chance. She has openly discussed her battle with depression, and in 2010, she entered a rehab facility to obtain treatment for physical and emotional issues. Early this year, Lovato spoke at the Democratic National Convention in support of Hillary Clinton and to raise awareness about mental health. And speaking of Taylor Swift, she is set to perform at a pre-Super Bowl show in Houston. She will take the stage at the 12th annual DirecTV Super Saturday Night in Houston on February 4, the night before the 51st Super Bowl. It will mark her first performance at the event. The gig is part of Taylor's multi-year deal with AT&T. The 26-year-old country pop star is tapped to provide exclusive performances and other contents through the arrangement. Other details, including how long the partnership will last, are still unknown. The upcoming Super Bowl will be headlined by Lady Gaga. She will entertain sports enthusiasts during the halftime show at the NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas on Sunday night, February 5th. And the BET Hip Hop Awards, they were on last night. Uh, the winners were finally revealed. While the show was filmed back in September at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center in Atlanta, uh, it aired last night. Kendrick Lamar and DJ Cali, who host the event, were the biggest winners, taking home three nods each. The former was named Best Live Performer and Lyricist of the Year, in addition to winning Best Feature Verse for his collaboration with Beyonce, Freedom, uh, Khaled grabbed DJ of the Year, MVP of the Year, and Hustler of the Year. Drake, who led the nominated list with 14, he didn't walk empty-handed either. He won the coveted Album of the Year and Best Hip Hop Video. Chance the Rapper also bagged two awards for Best Hip Hop Artist and Best Mixtape for his coloring book. Winning one each were Kanye West for Best Hip Hop Style, J. Cole for Impact Track, and Travis Scott II for People Champ Award, among other acts. And Snoop Dogg was presented with the I Am Hip Hop Award. Young Thug, Designer, Gucci Mon, T.I., Little Uzi Vert, Little Yahtzee, Yachty, and more took the stage to perform at the ceremony. And Little Wayne and Kevin Hart, meanwhile, engaged in the epic rap battle on the show. So congratulations to all the winners of the 2016 Hip Hop Awards. 
And uh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, they're heading out on the road again. The country music couple announced a joint world tour called the 2017 Soul to Soul World Tour in celebration of their 20th wedding anniversary. Faith and Tim made the announcement during a show at the Ryman Auditorium on Tuesday night before they shared it on Twitter. This marks the pair's third joint tour and the 10th anniversary of their last Soul to Soul 2 tour in 2006. 2017 Soul to Soul World Tour will begin on April 7, 2017 in New Orleans. Faith and Tim will also join The Voice Season 11 as key advisors. Making The Voice debut on October 24th, the couple will invite all finalists to help them prepare for the knockout rounds. And Cameron Diaz, uh, she tried her best to keep a low profile outside of a Beverly Hills plastic surgery clinic using a white cloth to conceal her identity. The 44-year-old actress who was spotted with rocker husband Benji Madden near the California office tried to cover her face with the cloth as, as they appear to be walking out of the Lansky Clinic. It's supposed to be like a top facility for plastic and reconstructive surgery. While it's unclear whether or not Diaz received any treatment, the open door behind them is raising eyebrows. Several years ago, Diaz admitted to receiving and eventually regretting Botox because of the way it made her look. The Charlie Angel actress continued on to say she had grown to appreciate her wrinkles and last lines. More recently, the Something About Mary star penned the Longevity book, which is about celebrating and accepting the aging process. Now, I had the pleasure of meeting Cameron Diaz in person because I am one of the 50 women that's on the cover of her book. And I met uh, Cameron at a Barnes & Noble's here in, in New York, Uh, She was doing a book signing, and I got to meet with her and talk with her a little bit in person. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that we took a picture together. But, um, yeah, she wrote this book called The Longevity Books, where she talks about about how women, uh, to, in other words, to change the stigma about women and aging. And she talks about how she, again, accepted the fact that she was getting older, um, that she uh, is going to try to, you know, get old old gracefully. And she had the opportunity to pick 50 women who look great and feel great and about their age. And I was so glad and, and honored that she picked my picture as well as the other 49 women. But, uh, yeah, if you want to check out her book, it's called The Longevity Book by Cameron Diaz. Make sure you pick it up. Uh, You know, this could be anything. Um, You know, we don't know why she went there. Uh, Maybe, you know, to treat her skin. You know, maybe maybe she did get a little filler. We don't know. But um, a lot of people are saying, you know, you know, for she's out here promoting growing older and accepting you, the skin that you're in, but she's seen outside this clinic, so we don't know. But uh, shouts out to Cameron Diaz. Um, and again, uh, if you want to check out the photos, follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. 
And Lindsay Lohan, she was injured in a boating accident over the weekend. In a graphic photo that has since been deleted, uh, Lindsay's hand was coated with blood. According to TMZ, she severed the tip of her ring finger. She was rushed to the emergency room to undergo a surgery to have it reattached. The accident happened when she was hanging out with some friends in the ocean off of Turkey. She reportedly fell into the water when trying to pull up the boat uh, anchor. She sliced her finger while trying to untangle herself from the anchor and and to get back in the boat. And uh, it was not a pretty sight. I'm surprised, you know, she put it up there because it could have been a lot worse. Remember, um, and she's not the only celebrity. Remember Jimmy Fallon um, had got his uh, wedding band caught on something and he almost lost a finger and uh, he posted it out there. You got to be very careful. Uh, right now, we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, pop culture, pop news, you name it. If you like the show, again, make sure you follow up on the, the follow up button here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, register as a listener. Uh, you can also check out the show on That's Entertainment Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1, T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on uh, Twitter at That's Entertain 1, T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. And also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, um, I'm going to give you the latest on uh, on uh, the Harry Potter, uh, the, uh, the franchise Harry Potter. You know, it's getting ready to return to uh, theaters uh, this month, and I'll tell you what which of the Harry Potter films they're going to be showing. It looks like it's going to be all eight of them. I'll tell you the latest. Eddie Murphy is getting ready to be honored at the annual Hollywood Film Awards. Yeah, he's getting ready to see the 20th Career Achievement Awards at the ceremony, which is going to be taking place on November 6th. Also, uh, Fox has just announced the sneak peek of the next installment of Planet of the Apes. It's going to be screened at New York Comic Con next week. I'll tell you the latest. Also, Iggy Azalea has once again delayed the release of her upcoming album. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we have 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from the weekend called Starboy featuring Daft Punk. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's in the chat room. Uh, know Your Enemy is in the chat room. Hi, No, how you doing? And uh, I have another guest. Hi, guest. Thank you for tuning in and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, before I went to the break, I wanted to say congratulations are in order for uh, Blake Lively and her gorgeous 
husband, Ryan Reynolds. According to news report, the celebrity couple has welcomed another addition to their growing family. The baby is their second child together, joining big sister James, who is turning two years old this coming December. The name and the sex of the baby are kept under tight wraps. Details including when and where the baby was born are scarce as well, but page six learned that the couple pal, Taylor Swift, was spotted heading to a Manhattan hotel, I'm sorry, Manhattan hospital to visit the family and their newborn on Friday morning. And Disney's new adaptation of Mulan has got a new release date. The Mouse House is set to release the movie in winter of 2018. It will hit theaters nationwide on November 2nd in 3D. It will open two weeks before Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them sequel. Now, according to The Hollywood Reporter, the project is on a fast track to meet the deadline. Casting had been underway for an Asian actress to play the legendary female warrior, Mulan. No director is announced, but Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver from Jurassic World are tapped to polish the script. Mulan follows a young woman who disguised herself as a man so she could take her father's place in the army and go to war. With the help of her trusty dragon sidekick, Mushu, she becomes a skilled warrior and eventually one of the country's greatest heroines. And the working title of Ben Affleck's standalone Batman movie has been revealed while promoting his new film, The The Accountant. The 44-year-old actor-filmmaker confirmed that his upcoming DC movie will simply be titled The Batman. The Batman movie is directed and co-written by Affleck. Uh, Plot details are still kept under wraps, but it's been confirmed that Magic Mike actor Joe Maglinello will portray the villainous Deathstroke in the superhero flick, which is expected to be released in 2018. And Harry Potter is returning to IMAX theaters this month. IMAX has announced that ahead of the release of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Potterheads can once again see all eight Harry Potter movies from The Sorcerer's Stone to Deadly Deadly Hollow Part 2 in theaters starting Thursday, October 13th. Now, in addition to the announcement, IMAX has promised that fans will be treated to an exclusive sneak peek of the upcoming spinoff movie starring Eddie Redmond, Catherine Waterson, Colin Farrell, and uh, Ezra Miller. J.K. Rowling's latest movie in the world of Wizards is set for a November 18 release in U.S. theaters. Greg Foster, who is the CEO of IMAX Entertainment and Senior Executive Vice President of IMAX Corporation, said in a statement that Harry Potter is one of the most beloved film franchises of all time and is incredibly important to the history of IMAX. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was first released on November 4, 2001, Starring Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grant, and Emma Watson, the last movie was divided into two parts, Harry Potter and the Deadly Hollow Part 1, which debuted on November 19, 2010, while Harry Potter and the Deadly Hollow Part 2 opened on July 15, 2011. And Eddie Murphy will be honored at the annual Hollywood Film Festival or Film Awards, the 55-year-old Saturday Night Live alum will receive the 20th Career Achievement Award at the ceremony, which will take place on November 6th. 
actor and comedian James Corden from The Late Late Show will host this year's Hollywood Film Awards. The event, which is produced by Dick Clark Production, is set to be held at the Beverly Hilton Hotel in Beverly Hills. Previous honorees of the Hollywood Career Achievement Award include Harrison Ford, Richard Gere, Glenn Close, Dustin Hoffman, Michael Keaton, and the late Robin Williams. Murphy, who was honored with the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor in 2015, has appeared in Coming to America, Billy, uh, I'm sorry, Beverly Hills Cop, as well as he has also lent his voice to the donkey in the Shrek animated movie series. He was nominated for an Oscar for his role in Dreamgirls, for which he earned a Golden Globe, and he was last seen in Mr. Church and is expected to reprise his role as Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop 4. And Angelina Jolie is in early negotiations to star in TriStar war drama Shoot Like a Girl. Deadline has reported that the 41-year-old actress is eyed to take the role of a real-life Afghanistan war hero named Major Mary Jenner, Jennings Heger. Heger. Uh, it's, uh, she's going to be portraying this woman in the film, which is based on the uh, upcoming memoirs of the same name. The film follows Heger, who served multiple tours in Afghanistan as a rescue helicopter pilot. She sued the Department of Defense in Washington, D.C. over the combat exclusive policy, which kept female officers from serving in combat roles. Now, Jolie is best known for her role as Evelyn Salt in Salt and Elise Clifton Ward in The Taurus. The Oscar-winning actress was seen in, last seen in the romantic drama By the Sea, which she also wrote and directed, and in Disney Revisionist fairy tale, Maleficent, uh, she is expected to reprise her role as the fairy in Maleficent 2. And Colin Trevorrow has shed some light on what to expect from Jurassic World 2. The executive producer who helmed Jurassic World told Jurassic Outpost that the sequel, did, sequel didn't need to be bigger, but it would rather be scarier and more, more suspenseful. It's not about bigger, better dinosaurs or bigger action sequences. That's what he said. Production of the second Jurassic World movie is expected to begin on February 27th at uh, February 27th of 2017, actually, in Hawaii for a June 22nd, 2018, in U.S. theaters. Uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard will return for the sequel, which will serve as the second chapter in a new trilogy. And according to the Jurassic Outpost. Jurassic World 2 does have a title, but it's uh, they're keeping it under wraps. It's, it's been remain a secrecy. And, uh, you know, Fox, they just announced that their first sneak peek of War for the Planet of the Apes, they're going to be screened at New York's Comic-Con next week. Uh, Andy Serkis, along with the director, Matt Reeves, and producer Dylan Clark will show Panel goers, an exclusive first look at Caesar and his guerrilla soldier at 8.30 p.m. at the Regal E. Walk Theater on October 6th, which is tomorrow. Along with the announcement, the studio has released the official synopsis of the follow-up to Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. In War for the Planet of the Apes, the third chapter of the critical acclaimed blockbuster franchise, Caesar and his apes are forced into a deadly conflict with an army of humans led by a ruthless colonel. 
In the third installment of the Planet of the Apes reboot franchise, Circus will reprise his role as Caesar. He is joined by Woody Harrelson, who is set to play the Ruthless Colonel. Other cast members include Judy Greer, Steve Zane, and Amaya Miller. Uh, it's been written by Mark Bomback, which is uh, he has written the War for the Planet of the Apes and is scheduled to open in U.S. theaters on July 14, 2017. And uh, uh, right now, um, let's see, we have here about uh, about 20, almost about 19 minutes uh, left remaining in the show. Again, if you are listening to the, for the first time, welcome. That's Entertainment Again has been here for six years. Can you believe it? And uh, if you like entertainment news and you want to know what's going on in the La La Land, this is the show for you. Make sure you tune in here every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern right here on Block Talk Radio. I broadcast live from uh, from New York City. And, again, if you want to know more about the show, make sure you follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O in the number 14, and also follow me on the gram. Yes, your girl is finally on the gram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs, T J O N E S G I B B S. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Know Your Enemy that's in the chat room. And oh, Betsy Eva, how you doing? She's in the chat room as well. Thank you guys for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take another music break and I'll be back with uh, the last remaining stories of the day so don't go anywhere I come blood red in for never and time can never stop me no 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 I know you try to I come riding in on a pale white horse and now I
Blog Radio. Right now we have 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last stories of the day, uh, Jane Bond producers are still hoping for Daniel Craig to return in the next 007 movie despite his reluctance. Executive producers Callum McDougall said on a chat with BBC Radio for today that the Pierce Bronson successor is already the first choice for the next big screen installment. Daniel Craig made his debut as uh, Ian Fleming's as 007 agent in 2006 Casino Royale. He reprised his role in the next three films, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre. Back in 2012, just before Skyfall was released, producers said that the actor had signed on for two more Bond films, meaning he would headline at least five 007 films. And Iggy Azalea once again delayed the release of her upcoming album, Digital Distortion. The fancy hitmaker previously wanted to release the album in August, but it has now been pushed back to January 2017. Iggy says she's putting the finishing touches on Digital Distortion and added that extra little sprinkle of perfection. The album lead single, Teen, was released on March 18. The problem rapper has collaboration with her new boyfriend, French Montana. And Simon Cowell will stay on American God Talent through 2019 or season 14. After wrapping up the 11th season this summer, the British music mogul now signed on for three more seasons as a judge on the reality TV competition. Young singer-songwriter Grace Vanderwall won this season. The show scored the highest rating in five years, while the winner, who drew comparison to Taylor Swift, has signed on with Columbia Records. Next year, Simon Cowell will return to the judge panel, along with Melanie Brown, Heidi Klum, and Howie Mandel. Nick Cannon is also back for the new season as a host. An American Horror Story gets an early renewal after receiving positive reviews for the sixth installment. Just a month after the new season, Roanoke premiere, the horror anthology series is officially picked up for the seventh season by FX. The sixth season, rumored to deal with the infamous 1590s Roanoke colony disappearance, follows a couple who relocate to Roanoke Island, North Carolina. It stars Evan Peters, Sarah Paulson, Lily Rabe, Kathy Bates, Angela Bassett, Wes Bentley, and Lady Gaga, among others. And ABC, get this, is bringing back the gong show. Now, for those who weren't uh, around in the 70s, you might not know what I'm talking about, but for those who are like 40-plus and older, you know what I'm talking about. The Gong Show, um, they said that the ABC announced this on Monday that it's been picked up for, uh, they picked up the unconventional variety show to series with 10-episode order. Will Arnett will executive produce the revival via his Electric Avenue production along with Den of Thieves and uh, Principado Young Entertainment. Now, every episode will feature non-traditionally talented performers plucked from the Internet and put in front of a revolving panel of Hollywood judges. Arnett will not host the show. The original Gong Show was hosted by Chuck Barris and aired on NBC from 1976 to 1978 before it became a hit on syndication. The show ended in uh, ended in its run in 1989. See, back then it was people would get up there and and do their talent, whatever, and if they like you, you didn't get gong. If they didn't like you, you got the gong. Kind of similar to what the uh, uh, amateur night. At the Apollo, if they like you, you got 
you got the you you moved on to the next round. If they didn't like you, you got booed off the stage. So they're bringing everything back. I tell you, it's like Hollywood and the entertainment industry are running up, running out of ideas to create new movies, new shows, because everything that was old is being new again. Everything that was old in the past is being revived again. So, And John Legend, get this, he's, he's set to guest star on WGN's America's Underground, which he executive produced. The All of Me hitmaker will portray the iconic, uh, 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 the iconic. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find, read this name. I don't even have my glasses. <laughs> it's it's uh, he's going to be portraying Frederick Douglass in episode of season two. Um, as you go, I, guys all know that Douglass was born into slavery, and he refused to let his circumstance determine his future. Uh, after he made a, a daring escape bondage in Maryland, he went on to become one of the most re- revolutionary leaders of the 19th century. A prominent reader, he was a celebrated speaker and a progressive political reformist. Douglas was a beacon of hope for many and a symbol of remarkable resilience. Underground Season 2 would consist of 10 episodes and expected to premiere in early 2017. And Victoria Beckham, a.k.a. Victoria Adams, she discusses upcoming Spice Girls reunion in a new interview. The 42-year-old fashion designer who decided not to take part in the upcoming reunion said that the reunited Spice Girls shouldn't use their old hits as it would make her feel sad. Neither Mel B., Jerry, nor Emma have responded to Victoria's comments yet. According to previous rumors, the remaining members are holding auditions to replace Victoria and Melanie C. for the upcoming reunion. The Spice Girl talent hunt will involve auditions and heats over five consecutive nights next April, and it's going to be, uh, they're going to have like a live final show on the BBC One. The winners will join the band for a gig in Hyde Park next July to mark the 21st anniversary of their first number one single, Wannabe. And Magnum P.I. remake is coming to TV instead of the big screen like it was originally reported a few years ago. The new show will serve as a sequel to the classic CBS 1980 series starring Tom Selleck as private investigator Thomas Magnum. Uh, it has landed a, at ABC. The revamp show will revolve around Magnum's daughter, Lily Tommy Magnum, who made a few appearances in the original show as a young child. She gets caught up in the seedy underbelly of the international crime and modern espionage as she takes over her father's PI firm in Hawaii after her career uh, as, the, as, a, as a Navy intelligence has ended. Uh, it is unclear if Selleck will return for the sequel, but even Longoria will serve as the executive producer, and John Rogers from Leverage will pen the script. So, um, like I was just saying before, everything that's old is back new again. Everybody's just reviving a lot of these old shows um, because I think Hollywood has run out of ideas. Uh, the Backstreet Boys is heading to Las Vegas. A.J., McLean, Howie Duro, Nick Carter, Kevin Richardson, and Brian Luttrell are booked 
for a residency show in the Sin City at the Axis at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. The boy band follows the footsteps of Celine Dion, Britney Spears, Mariah Carey, and Jennifer Lopez. Although they haven't released an album since 2013, in a world like this, they have been actively touring the country. They hit the road with another group, New Kids on the Block, from 2011, I'm sorry, 2011 to 2012, and they they also uh, been uh, traveling on their own since uh, 2015. Uh, BSB has announced an 18-date trial residency starting March 1st of 2017, and the dates are followed. Uh, they're going to be there from uh, March 1st, 3rd, 4th, 8th, 10th, 11th, 15th, 17th, and 18th, June 14th, 16th, 17th, 21st, 23rd, 24th, 28th, and 30th, and July 1st. All right, another reason to go to Vegas. And uh, also, prepare yourself, for all you Ariana Grande fans, uh, Ariana Grande might go country. That's right. The dangerous woman hitmaker who had primarily stuck to the pop and hip-hop genre revealed she would like to record a country song to fulfill her grandpa's dream. The side-to-side singer said she grew up listening to the Dixie Chicks with her dad so that the most country... She's saying that that's the most country she's been exposed to. Ariana is getting ready for her upcoming Dangerous Woman tour and a supporting role in NBC's Hairspray Live. Ariana transitioned to country may be a reverse from Taylor Swift, who goes pop with her latest album, 1989, featuring number one singles Shake It Off, Blank Spade, and Bad Blood. The album received three Grammy Awards and its 2015 uh, Concertor became one of the highest grossing of all time. I don't know. I mean, can you think she can? I got, you know, she's a singer. You know, when you have a, when you are a singer, you can sing anything. You can sing your way out of a paper bag. If you're a true singer like she is, you can sing just about anything. So, um, Right now we have uh, two minutes left remaining in the show. I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in this Wednesday afternoon. I'd like to thank everybody that's currently listening to the show on the phone lines. I'd like to thank everybody that's in the chat room who listens to the show. I'd like to thank uh, uh, Know Your Enemy and Bessie Eva for uh, tuning in today. Join me next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great day. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.